Hello again, everyone. It is time for another episode of the Community Connection Show, the show that brings you positive stories and encouraging news as we interview top leaders in every sector of the community. And now, here is your host, national speaker and best-selling author, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Community Connection Show with Ryan Sowers. I'm super excited today to have my friend and colleague, Vivian Rand. She's the owner of Code Ninjas and Snellville with us today. Vivian, how are you, my friend? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me today. You are so welcome. Uh, Vivian was, you know, this is a common theme for any shows that I have in my life. Any listeners know that I'm. there's always some issue with technology. So it just, it's not the talking to the people. It's, it's fighting uh, all the forces uh, that are going. But Vivian has a, you know, for the people, our listeners in the Gwinnett and surrounding areas has a really neat uh, organization. So let me let me just start and throw the ball over to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Vivian. Uh, tell us about Code Ninjas, uh, your Snellville location. Just kind of to those people who are like, oh, what is what is that? I'm, just, I'm sure it's a computer-related thing. And a lot of people say, I don't know what that means. And But your background and the organization, et cetera. Sure, sure. So uh, I started off in the nonprofit arena. Actually, first and foremost, I started off in television, believe it or not, and then transferred over into the nonprofit arena. And I worked in housing, government, quasi-government, doing a lot of operations, business development work. Um, my husband and I decided to start Code Ninjas because he's the IT side of the house. So he is a veteran. Uh, he has been in the IT industry for over 30 years. So from information security to cybersecurity. And so when we were looking for a business that we could you know, really run, we wanted something that can kind of combine our two passions. Uh, so that's where Code Ninjas came about. And Code Ninjas is great because we teach kids computer programming by helping them develop their own video game, right? So kids are playing video games already. So why not use what they already love to do to educate them about coding? That's awesome. So yeah, uh, your husband needs to be on my uh, speed dial because <laughs> I, I, I mean, you name, I mean, every you've just seen a glimpse of it with us talking about the shows. Uh, well, that that's no, it's fantastic. I mean, you know, these kids uh, have all these abilities, but you know, without a place to go actually learn and apply, uh, it could be wasted opportunity, right? A hundred percent. You know, I tell parents when they come in, I said, the great thing about Code Ninjas is that as the kids are learning these skills, right, they're learning JavaScript, they're learning Lua and C Sharp and Unity. When they go home and they're they're playing their video games, have them have a notebook and a pen, right? This is research because at the end of our program, they're going to build their own full game. And so if there's elements in their games that they enjoy or things that they like, write it down, right? Yeah. So they're learning even while they're playing. So how, how do um, you know people listening right now, especially people you know in the in the Gwinnett surrounding areas? Like, so how do classes work? I mean, do they, is this is it a rolling rolling classes? Do classes stay together? Can you come in at any level? How does that work? Yes. Yeah, so our classes are they all happen after school. So our kids are here Tuesday to Friday, either between three to seven or Saturday from eleven to three. Parents are scheduling so that we can make sure we're keeping the, you know, the six feet social distancing and keeping all the kids safe. And so they schedule um, and it works great. So parents are not set to have their child in on the same day every week, which is parents love that, right? Because schedules change. And so the kids are either here one hour a week or two hours a week. And so for some kids, they can do two hours easy. And then for others, one hour is enough at a time. 
Well, so let me ask you. So when they're in there doing that, because, you know, we, we know we've, we've all talked about the millennials. Now we got Gen Z. That's the group we're talking about there. That's my kids, the three yeah. daughters. Um, so, you know, everybody's always on their phone, whatever. I, I, I'm going to make a guess that when they're doing this stuff, they, they're not thinking about their phone. They're fully engaged in what they're working on. So it's funny you mentioned that. So no cell phones are allowed oh, in the good. dojo. Okay, what we good. call it. I'm in there the dojo go. right now. Hey, right? I love Cobra Kai. So, Christ, yeah, the dojo, so no I know. <laughs> so okay, the I, great I, thing is <laughs> yep. they come in and they are 100% focused. So while they're here, whether it's for an hour or two hours, they're all about progressing. And so with our program, right, it's a nine level belt system, similar to karate. So the kids are familiar with moving up the belts, right? And so they spend their first four belts in JavaScript. And so they're working and they're building their skill. And I tell you, by the time these kids are at green belt, they can code more than some adults. It's, it's fabulous. And it's amazing to me what they're able to do and what they're capable of. Wow. Wow. Um, you know, I just took another step of realizing that when Microsoft Word and uh, Excel are the extent of my abilities. Yeah, that JavaScript, I mean, I, I've seen it a million times, but knowing what, what, what you're writing behind that, that's an amazing skill uh, at a young age. And, and, and what age you know, groups do you have? I mean, when do they, how young of people do you have in there and what does it go through? Is there age limit or how does that work? So believe it or not, we start them at five. So we have a Code Ninjas Junior program. And so these are for our kids that are between the ages of kindergarten and second grade. We do with them as a little, we do with our old kids. So they do 30 minutes of code, 15 minutes of STEM activity once a week, right? We know that having a, a long attention span can be a problem with our younger kids. So we want to make sure it's focused learning. And then we teach them one computer programming concept a month. So they'll start off learning about algorithms. And so we'll do hand-on projects around algorithms. They'll do coding around algorithms. And by the end of the month, they're algorithm geniuses. And so they get badges for every time they learn that skill. And then we move on to the next one. And so it's, the juniors are great. They have so much fun. I, I think they have probably even a little bit more fun than the older ones because they're on the floor, right? They're on the floor. They're building stuff. And so it's a great program and it's a great foundation to move the kids into our next level. And so our next level is our Code Ninjas Create program. And these are for our kids that are between the ages of 7 and 14. And so they are in our program and our program can last anywhere from two to three years. So when I say by the time they're done, it's like getting an associate's degree, right? Yeah. So to be a Black Belt Code Ninja student is serious, right? These are kids that have an incredible amount of experience. Um, our kids are, as I said, they're learning JavaScript, they're learning Lua, they're learning C Sharp, they're introduced to Python, they're learning Unity. And by the time they complete our program, they're going to build a full custom game that has to be put in the app store. So that is the requirement to complete our program. And then we teach them about the business of gaming, which is a great element I love. I said, I'm creating a whole bunch of mini moguls here at Code Ninjas and Elko. Uh, yeah, I would think so. I mean, these, so they're actually creating an app that I assume would then be able to be by somebody like me downloaded on an Android or an Apple device, correct? Correct. Correct. Yeah. One of my friends who I haven't seen in a while, uh, I saw he took during the pandemic and, you know, he's uh, mid, you know, mid, late forties, whatever, like I am. And he, um, he, I guess his son was doing it or had gone through something. They live in the other side of Atlanta, but he's now developed an app and taught himself. And 
And I was like, what in the world? Uh, developing an app? I can barely get the apps to download themselves. So, <laughs> um, no, in all seriousness, that's fantastic. And those skills, as you well know, are going to become, you know, as programs change, whatever, the mindset of what they've learned, they'll be able to quickly adapt and be prepared for, you know, 2025, 2030, whatever that looks like, right? Yeah, I mean, when you think about computer programming, we like to consider it the new literacy, right? Just how kids are learning reading and they're learning math. Computer science should really be a skill that you're trying to build within your child. And so regardless of the field that they go into, having this skill in their back pocket gives them an advantage. Um, you know, everything involves coding. And so when you think about their future, technology is going to be anything and, and it's going to be everything rather. And what's interesting is, they're at the right age to pick up this information and pick it up quickly. My five-year-olds that are in the junior program, I mean, it's so funny to me, but just to see how quickly they're learning, right? How they maneuver these tablets, right? And how they're able to develop the code and understand the concepts. And so they're just, you know, every decade, right? Every generation, there's going to be something new to learn. And so regardless of the different type of computer language that comes out, once they get that foundation, they can they can learn anything. And that's the great part of it. Yeah. You know, so like the extent of pe people get confused. It's funny you say that. So like I, I'm, I'm making fun of myself for the other stuff. But, you know, I've been on social media because I'm a marketing guy at heart, you know, since its inception. So whatever, tw tw you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the features. My friends think because I'm adept at, you know, making all that stuff for marketing, that means I'm an IT guy. I'm like two different two different things. You know, I, I, I know how to I know how to do that and stay on top of that because that affects me as a marketer and somebody helping companies with branding, et cetera. But um so, you know, I'm sure that, you know, coding is not my thing, but for these generations, uh, I, I mean, not only is it necessary, I think it's imperative, um, you know, because like you said, it's, I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot more than seeing every classroom and, you know, in a Zoom and, you know, online schooling and, uh, you know, people are writing programs all the time that give you the next opportunity to have connections that are, you know, digitally based. So, um, but, but let me ask you a question, Vivian, I don't want to forget to say this. What, I always forget to say, this is always a key thing. One is, what are some of the best ways people can reach you at your Snuggle location? Is it email, website, Facebook? Is there certain preference? Or yeah. So Facebook. So if you Google Code Ninja Snellville, it's a great way. And then on Instagram at Code Snell, it's the other way you can, you can reach out. Okay, perfect. Um, well, that, that is very good. Well, so what, um, you know, what is the best piece of advice you've been given or, or there are that you're giving out to people that you meet in the community since the pandemic began? I mean, have you seen changes in people? Are you seeing people like this take really, you know, take time that they haven't done other things and really put their mind to uh, getting better at this coding more than it, more they would have before? But anyway, what advice, you know, have you heard or would you like to provide anybody listening to the show? Sure. Um, I think more than ever, I think parents need to keep a close eye on their kids. What I've learned is as the kids came back, you know, after the pandemic and they were slowly coming back in the center, there was a darkness that I found in a lot of kids. And so sometimes we don't realize the impact of not having social contact, what that can do to a child. And so make sure whether it's coding or a sport or whatever it is, make sure your child is getting some type of social interaction, especially now. Kids are taking in information from their friends, from the news, from media. And so they really need light in their life. Right. Yeah. So whatever form that you can find, you should definitely do that. 
I agree. Uh, and, and I don't think I, I was telling the story, Vivian, probably about when I started doing these community connection shows, um, I started doing them right in like early March. And I decided this will be something we, you know, one of my marketings we continue. I'll never forget, you know, when it was in quarantine, I had probably done four shows back to back to back. And I remember, you know, this is in like week three of the quarantine. I came upstairs and my wife's there. She's like, well, what have you been doing today? I said, I'm exhausted. I said, I've talked to so many people. She's like, you didn't go anywhere. And I'm like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I did. So, but no, th- those feelings are incredibly real. And then all the stuff I uh, do and study is that that human interaction uh, in my in my other company, which has not been going so much for now because of speaking business uh, nationally, uh, we were talking a lot about the human to human importance before COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. we can not multiply that by a million now. And that goes for everybody in your life. So I, I, I want to echo what you're saying is people need to smile. I say this in my magazines. They need a, even if it's behind the mask, you know, a, a pat on the back, <laughs> if you can't hug them, whatever it is, because, you know, the emotions are real, what we're all dealing with and, uh, we got to get through it together. Right. A hundred percent. We're all in it together. We're all in it together. All right. Well, any final words? I appreciate you coming on the show, uh, uh, Vivian. And then so people will know if they uh, Google code Ninja Snellville or go to Facebook for it and they do they just you know call or email you to find out more information or what would be their next steps once they find you? Yeah. So on our website, it's great. You can request information. Uh, they can put in their information and we follow up with you within 24 hours. And then if you're ever at the WebGen area in Lawrenceville, make sure you stop on by and say hi. Awesome. Well, I will, like I said, I will, I will be getting these out to you and we'll be sharing them and our audience will be viewing them. And then I look forward to seeing you beyond zoom as well, Vivian. That's say that that'll be our next step, right? <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for having me today. You are very welcome. Well, that's Vivian uh, Rand, our special guest. Vivian, thank you for coming on the show with Code Ninjas Snellville. And folks, you've been listening to another Community Connections with Ryan Sowers. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. This has been the Community Connection Show with Ryan Sowers. Stay on the lookout for new or past shows with community leaders wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to see the video interview of any show, visit communityconnectionstv.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we will see you next time.